Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. Welcome to the show. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. It's Monday. Welcome. I'm here in St. Louis with Andrew. Noah is in Arizona. Coming off a big weekend of traveling with Noah in Denver. We went to visit my friend Kat. Um, who is my best friend from um, my first year, at my only year at the University of Colorado. We met there. She's been on the podcast before. And um, yeah, we went to her house. She has a baby. Her She has a son too, but he was on a camping trip with her, his dad. So we had the house to ourselves, us ladies, with yeah. her baby girl, Lydia, who is so cute. And then we, um, and she got a sitter for Friday night and Saturday night. So we got to go out. Friday night, we got into town. We went out to dinner. And then Saturday night, and we stayed up talking like all night long in different areas. Talked at dinner, closed that down. <laughs> Talked in the yep. living room, closed that down. Then went. Then we're, I was like, I got to go to bed. And then washed our face. Came back in Kat's room, talked on the bed, closed that down. Yeah. It was like so much there talking. Was no sleeping <laughs> on this girl's there was trip. A, oh, I, yeah, I was a little sleep deprived when I came back, especially I got a late or early, early flight on um, Sunday. But Saturday we went to go see, um, Saturday we went shopping all day and then, no Not Columbine? 
No, it just wasn't the vibe. Um, <laughs> the vibe. <laughs> we had a baby with us. It's always my vibe. I mean, the the thing was um, Lydia, the baby's babysitter. So as yeah. Kat got a new babysitter. It was like the first time she was using this woman from... Um, a friend of hers, and I call her a girl, but she's de- she's a woman. And when I said woman, I was like, no, she's a girl, but she's definitely she's like graduated in 2014. I know that because guess where she graduated from? Columbine High. <laughs> Cat was like, you're not gonna believe this. Uh, you know, Chris was her name Chrissy, um, Cindy. Cindy. Cindy went did to you Columbine. Have so many questions for her. Like, what's I did, it like going but by school? the time we would get home from these dinners of talking, I was just like, I just want to <laughs> not talk anymore. Can you imagine it, being like a babysitter and this woman comes well, home and you're like, tell exactly me everything. Well, that is exactly what happened. Well, that is <laughs> They were so when she excited. came over. When she came over, <laughs> the, well, no, we got home from the airport of dinner the first night, and we met Cindy. And then Cindy was coming back the next day to babysit, and I was like, "Just be ready for a lot of Columbine questions," because Kat had already prepared her and told her we were Columbine heads, and like tested the waters first. <laughs> Cindy didn't mind. She was the last graduating class with um, uh, Principal D, Mr. D, who was like the principal at Columbine when it happened. Okay, and so she was the last class because he said that he wanted to. Retire after I everyone. Think you have a gun going with this. I don't know why I'm pointing. <laughs> I'm like, all right, oh enough God. about Columbine. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. I was um, like, so he wanted to be there. Okay. I can't stop pointing with a gun hand. Uh, Look at you. It's registered. I swear. Um, it's for safety. So he wanted to be there for every uh, everyone that was in co- the Columbine school system at that time. He wanted to make sure he gradu- He left after. So she was in pre. She was the first preschool class during Columbine, and then gotcha. I can't believe she's like an adult woman now that has like stepkids and stuff. I'm like, I thought she was gonna be like, oh, she went to Columbine. She must be like a teen, and she's like a woman. It makes me feel. I am so old. It's so weird to see like kids that were in preschool when you were graduating high school and they have kids now yeah people are like I, it always amazes me when you're born after 2000 and you can mm-hmm. drink yes and, and have like children that, then but, too i mean they're yeah it's it's nuts um so but the, it is nice to know that um yeah you can have because of hillary swank having kids at 48 now i can know i can wait until 48 years old to creep everyone out yeah i mean <laughs> how many who did she have a kid with She's having, I mean, it's definitely in vitro because she's having twins at 48, but like there is an air of like, you're telling us this a little too soon. They're, they're, they're due in I don't April. Know, maybe vitro 70, you pop out one. I'm sorry. They're due in <laughs> April. So what, how many months are away is that? She just announced last week. Four, five, six. Six, six months. So she's three months in. Is That's when you can start telling people, even if you're 48 with twins. I don't know. I mean, I'm what if they fight each morose. other to death? What if one of you eats the other one? Because of like million dollar baby, are you thinking of like boxing? (laughs) No, I just heard of (laughs) twins eating the other twin. I just know her head hits a stool in that movie. That's all I know about it. These like we should do a thing sometime where we just say movies I've never seen, and I can tell you enough references. I think I'd be good at that too. Yeah, yeah. Give us any movie, Noah, and let's see if we can break down what the plot is. Yeah, movie you think we haven't seen? Um. Okay, I got one. Dog Day Afternoon. Dog Day Afternoon. Because <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I know a very little bit about it, but I would like to think that it was just about a Vietnam. dog. I'm going to say Vietnam. <laughs> I like to think of it as a dog who is alone in the house. That's not true. You got to get this right. <laughs> in the afternoon. That's a really cute comic strip. <laughs> it's such a cute comic strip. I would love the Sunday comic Dog Day Afternoon. It's just a dog that gets left home. But he has and... a gun. <laughs> no. <laughs> 
doesn't have to have a gun. You oh, always yeah. have a gun. Oh, yeah. Well, he has PTSD. PTSD. He's Italian. Okay, an Italian dog. Okay, dog day afternoon. You go, you break it down. Honestly, I think it is. I think that maybe um, who was in it? God, dog. I don't know why I picked this one. I'm gonna, I want to say like Robin Pacino. Williams, but it's not him because that was the one. Good Morning Vietnam. But I think it's around that kind of. <laughs> For some reason, era. I thought it was Born Again Vietnam. <laughs> no way. <laughs> in my mind, that's what I was thinking. Born Again <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> oh, you're. Do you want me to give you the the summary? Well, okay, okay let's wait, just, let's just go, try to go get... There. Okay, Dog Day I'm afternoon. out of things for Dog well, Day it's about. I know it's about war, so yeah, I would assume... I'm going to say Vietnam, but what war are you going to say? I feel like a Dog Day afternoon, They uh, it's towards the end of the war. Uh, they think they're getting out. You know, maybe like three of their friends have already been killed. I'm going to say what date of this movie. Oh, this is in the... This 77, is, I'm going to say. This is World War One. Of oh course. wait, Vietnam was seventy seven shit. Okay, so I don't think it was like eighty one. I'm gonna say Dark Day after eighty one. What war are we in in eighty one? I'm gonna say the movie came out in eighty one. Oh, okay, but it's about Vietnam. It could okay. be about any time. It might be about Vietnam. So we're in Vietnam. There's four guys. They've uh, there's lots of mud splashing everywhere and like screaming. there's rain coming up from yeah. the ground. Oh yeah, yeah yes. That was Forrest Gump. Now we're just describing Forrest Gump. <laughs> There's a, a guy boat. running for Alabama yeah. football. Okay, what happens in Dog Day Afternoon? Who is in it? Wait, I can I guess that um, Richard Dreyfus is in it. <laughs> Richard, no, Richard Gere. Dreyfus. You're thinking maybe. No, I'm thinking Dreyfus, but I don't think he's. <laughs> why in does it. Dreyfus? I always think of dandruff. Mm. I don't know why. Dry Kinda flakes. Sound... I don't <laughs> maybe know. Maybe that's. I it. just see a lot of dandruff on his shoulders. Richard. Dandruff. Uh, okay, what do you know about Dog Day Afternoon? Okay, who's in it? Pacino? Uh, Al Pacino. Yeah, Al Pacino. Nice. Andrew yes. got that right. I saw it last night. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, you're both really, really far away from what the plot is. The movie okay. is about um, an attempted robbery for the first Brooklyn Savings Bank, and it's based on a true story. Oh. It's no war? I could have swore it was a war, too. God damn Dog it. Day All right, afternoon. let's do another one. Let's do another one. That was okay, really fun. Okay, I'll give you another one. I'll give you what one. Fight Club? Unless you have one, Noah. Have you seen Fight Club? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Although I probably <laughs> I could describe it less with that. <laughs> like, I know. There's some movies I watch, I still couldn't describe it. I still never really understood it. It's like Memento I tried to watch. Oh, yeah. I got through like My three minutes. My friends were so into that in high school, oh. and I just couldn't really. It was same care. with Fight Club. It was the same care. genre. It was kind of care. To like that movie. Yeah. And to like think it, yeah. Um, What's a movie that I never saw? Um Something like Casablanca or something. Oh, but I saw I did Casablanca. See that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fuck. What was one that I almost watched? The what about other Apocalypse day? Now? I kind of know that one. Oh, you do. It's a war. All I know is like Red Bud, or like there's like sled that's called like Rosebud or something like that. I might be thinking of a different. And then there's a a a, a card that from so there's a card game because I know when I met Charlie Sheen, he had a card from it. And there were so many war took movies. It out of a, and it wasn't even that long after the war when you think about it when they well, came Well, they had out. a lot to process, probs. Yeah. You know? I um, mean, I guess Hurt Locker was kind of a... So we went to go see Metric. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The... Let me guess. The Fillmore. Yeah, guess what it was about. <laughs> guess what that concert was about. <laughs> Robin Williams? Born Again? We went to the Fillmore. I went to the Fillmore to see Dave Chappelle by myself in 2003, and I cannot find any evidence of that concert online. It's so weird when you search something online that you know happened mm. in the 2000s, and there's it was a huge event, and there's no evidence. If if someone is a better internet sleuth than me, if you can find any was this before evidence or after of Dave he Chappelle going to the Fillmore in 2003, went crazy. 
What do you mean? Well, they claimed he went crazy when he went to Africa after his this show. This was before Chappelle's show. This I went to go see Chappelle him because show. I knew him from You've Got Mail. I didn't, oh, my God. I just I decided I was um, going to try out stand-up. I signed up for that thing. I'd never done it before, but I was like, I got to go see stand-up. So I Googled stand-up shows, and then it was Dave Chappelle, and I then I IMDb'd him, and I was like, that's the funny guy from You've Got Mail, who I loved Was Half-Baked Out yet, maybe? I had never seen it, okay. but yes, it was. Okay. So, and yeah, so, so you see You've Got Mail. So I took a bus by myself from Boulder to Denver in the bitter cold to go see Dave Chappelle, and it was like a fever dream, and there's no evidence. There's You no went alone of, on a bus. Yes, anorexic. And how old are you at this time? You're sophomore, you're 18? junior? 18. Yeah. So this so, is like your first taste of stand-up is Dave Chappelle at the Fillmore. Yes, and it was not a stand-up. Like it was, I remember walking in, I was on, probably one of the only white people there. I don't want to say only because I don't want, but I did, I, I realized quickly like, oh, this isn't, but I, I was already so adamant on like, I'm going alone. So I had to overcome so much to even go alone. So by the time I got there and I was like out of the place, out of place, I was just like, I didn't care at all. It was already like, I'd already conquered the fear. Yeah. It's like going bungee jumping and then seeing an alligator on your way down there and going like, okay, I'm already <laughs> got past my fear. Not that a room of black people is an alligator. <laughs> Hey, look, as a white person, Jewish person, it's, it's cool. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it, it could have been a, it could have, I could have gotten there and No, I just, get it. They have like big I just teeth. thought it was going to yeah, be yeah, sitting they wanna bite you? in seats yeah. watching a show, a stand-up comedian. <laughs> it wasn't about the, the that uh, there was a bunch of, it was all black people. It was just because it was like, everyone was dancing. It was like a dance club. Like alligators? Yeah. Is that yeah. what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like... Oh, I wrestled them alligators. No, I got there, and but everyone, I remember seeing on stage. He was um, there were like women on. Everyone was on stage. It was like a DJ. I mean, it was like a Dave Chappelle block party, but it was like before he was doing those. I couldn't even believe it. So it was not a classical stand-up show. And what did you? What was your feeling seeing it? Did it make I you want to do it, it was more? Standing room only. No, I I just remember being entertained, but I just was like, this. I know this isn't what I. And watching online when I type in stand up, like this is different. But it was so fun because this these um, this group of friends was like saw me alone, and they like were like, "Come join us!" And so oh. I got to hang out with this whole group that noticed that I was awkwardly by myself, and it was so nice. But it, I don't remember anything from the show. All I can remember is seeing people dancing on stage. It's like it's like a fever dream. I don't even I can't believe I don't remember any yeah, comedy some, happening. Anything. Sometimes I feel like we add like things. Like it was like. You know what I mean? Like, and there was yeah, a I'm dancer, like, there was an elephant. And then I can't elephant. find it online, and I'm there like, was... did this happen? Yeah. But it did. I, I, even Kat remembers me going by myself to it. So anyway. So you we, went to Metric, the Fillmore. When you walk in, do you get nostalgia at all? Like, Yeah, I was like, okay, this is the space I saw him, okay. for sure. Like, yeah. that, I, I recognized the whole area. I was, I was so shocked, though. That place holds, you know, 3,900 people. And I'm like, Dave Chappelle was selling out 3,900 seats before Chappelle show? Yeah. God damn it! In Denver, maybe it's he had like... one special on HBO at that time. Yeah, that maybe, one. That maybe I don't know, it? but it was just. Yeah, I mean, this was Still. so long ago. I was just like, damn. But um, the venue is amazing. Noah, what did you think? I was, I thought that was such a cool space. So I, I had such a great time, um, and we were standing in the the GA section. And at first, when I was walking in, because we we got there like right as Metric was about to go on stage. I had this feeling like, oh man, we're gonna have to like push through the crowd and it's gonna, like I associate it with a metal show where people like go crazy, <laughs> but the the audience was so tame. Everyone like kind of um, had their own space and they just danced and stuff. And uh, it was a <laughs> really great production. Kamash. 
Was Noah moshing? No, no Noah wasn't. behaved herself. <laughs> You're right, Noah. Like, I was kind of, I was totally fine because I didn't care about getting up close. I had given up that dream mm-hmm. of, you know, there's a part of me that was like, it would have been really cool to be up close because everyone was so respectful and gave everyone their space. But, like, uh, Kat and, um, Kat does not care about, like, weaving her way through to, like, and then, and, and it was like three girls weaving their way through. I, when I'm at a concert and I see people like get in, front of, get in front of me, acting like they have somewhere to go. Like it's like, I, I can understand one person because I go, oh, that person went to the bathroom. They're finding their friends again. But when it's three girls just being like, we want to be closer. And just like, I couldn't, I told Noah and Kat, I go, I can't weave. Leave me back here. You guys go. And then I will come singularly like I'm a girl trying to get back to her seat. But I am not going to be a part of this because then it makes girls look bad. It makes us look like twats. It makes it represents millennial women like we're twats who are just like I deserve to be up here. But like it was like a I conga don't know. line. We were yes, like doing I a can't, conga I can't, line. No, I have trouble with a weave. I have trouble like tapping a shoulder, going no, no, no. And then they look at you like no, I, I, I'm going up there. And they're like, why are you going up there? Like they give you a look like why do you deserve it? And it's like I don't deserve it. I don't yeah. know. And then I instantly just want to well, be get a- there earlier if you want to yeah. be up close. You also, can't get I don't want to be. Up there. I don't want to be on a front row of a show. I mean, maybe the, well, that we kind of show. We weren't even close to that. I mean, yeah. this was going like even uh, three quarters of the way. way up. Like no, yeah. yeah, a quarter of the way up. Um, it was a great spot, but it was just like I, I have, and my friend Kat is not a rude person. Let me just say that she's not someone who's like thinks she deserves things. She's just as insecure as all of us. But there was something about that I was like, I don't have that chip in me that can. But you it, need a leader like that. But if let's say I have VIP tickets, oh, I am getting through. If I have somewhere to be and I have a right to be there, and that's the only way to get through, fine. But like if I'm just that's like your late ticket to the show is. and I want to be up close, my, that's not okay. One of my favorite things is we. My little brother was like dating uh, an understudy of a Broadway play person, mm-hmm. and me and my mom went to the show. And we went to go backstage because, like, she was letting us back. And the guy with the red rope, red whatever rope, was like, "Oh, excuse me." And my mom was like, "Where would the under?" Like, she said it in a way where it's like, "Look," and I was oh. like, "I was like, part of me was like, God, mom," but the other part of me was like, so happy to see her take initiative. Like yes, that. But it yes. Was just like- but also, like, no one's impressed her with the understudy. The understudy's <laughs> embarrassed that she's not no. I'm, that's a, that's a, uh, That'd be a, a scary thing to be an understudy on a Broadway show. I feel like no, you always got to be ready. No, I think it would be great because you, you're. That's that's a big deal. I think I don't think it's embarrassing at all or nerve wracking. <laughs> I really don't. I think I, I think it's like a a big deal. But you know what's the worst part of it is when people go and you're the understudy for the role of the person who's a famous person in the play. <sighs> Boy, that's what it was. People are full of disappointment when you walk out there instead of. I forgot what her name was. Leah like Michelle Meister. Meister Leeton Meister. Yeah, she was understudy for Leeton Meister. Yeah. Oof. That's yeah, tough. that was during Gossip Girl time too. I bet, and people were like, like right after. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Yeah. To, yeah. If they come and they, that's like, yeah, that's the person so they want to see. She was meeting Leister. Yeah, she was meeting Leister. My mom. Uh, Do you there, remember the play? There was a guy back there. I think. Uh, oh, he's the Australian Dog guy. Dog after you. After he's you. in all the funny. He's, he's the big guy. He's in all the funny movies. Ah, you would know him. He's Australian. He's yeah. big. He's in all the funny movies. Yeah, and I think you would find him attractive. What? I don't know. He just is. Uh, we'll look it up on the break. No, we won't. We'll be right back with more after this. Andrew, coming down sideways. <laughs>
Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to, like, stand the test of time in terms of, like, fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces, like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare hacks is back for season three and so is the official hacks podcast in each episode hacks creators lucia and yellow paul w downs and jen stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the emmy-winning comedy series you'll hear hannah einbinder and gene smart speak to their on-screen dynamic along with hacks writer and actor pat regan on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. 
So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. And we're back. So the play was <laughs> of mice and men. Yeah. With Leighton Meester. And then also, and, and the understudy. But Andrew never saw Leighton Meester. And then Chris O'Dowd, yes. who is in Bridesmaids, and he's not Australian. I think he's British. He played Lenny, who squeezes the mouse too hard. Chris O'Dowd sounds like he has a big penis, like like endowed, like it just has mm. a name. I think Big Cock. Would you be happy with that last name, the way yeah. you are? No, or would because, you be I over, <laughs> Your sick would be the understudy. <laughs> the people would be disappointed to see once they came to the show. <laughs> 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 um, like is a doubt here uh and your mom's like you respect his let me in penis. his pants <laughs> let me in the pants let um, me in the pants so we went to the show it was so good no headphones i had headphones noah did you have headphones Oh, because it was too earplugs. loud? No, really? Nikki had earplugs to protect her ears. Plugs, that's what I meant to say. Yes, earplugs for sure. If you're good, no one, don't be care. Don't be care. Earplugs aren't care. Earplugs, they're not care, but they're not. Well, no, earplugs aren't care. They're protecting your ears. If you're like, oh, earplugs are lame, you're care. Your, your, your hearing you're is going deaf. to be destroyed. <laughs> Everyone on stage, all the musicians you respect, they're wearing earplugs. They're wearing protection. Where do you get these plugs? Um, Kat had some her husband bought because they go to shows all the time so her oh. husband bought her a nice pair for her birthday and she gave them to me because I forgot to give them back to her <laughs> so she said you can keep them thanks Kat <laughs> I appreciate it um, I also like you don't want those back my ears are foul <laughs> what I did have you call so one much... time rigatoni or what's in there yeah uh, it looks like you stuck a q-tip in a baked ziti a big ziti I have orange in my ears <laughs> all the time it's nuts um, so anyway I had earplugs in but the show was and I've been to a lot of shows recently. I, I've loved all the shows I've been to. Dave was incredible. Wilco. Um, I will say they, in terms of Dave and Wilco, they played all my favorite songs. So it's like, oh my God. And that's like my favorite shows. But this, there's something about the pace of the show was amazing. The, like there was, she didn't talk a lot, which I, I would have, wouldn't have mind. Like I kind of like when people talk sometimes. Um, but it was, just the she's bouncing around the whole time she's having so much fun she and then the the led screen behind her LED all the so cool. whoever did the screens for metric you don't get enough credit shout out to you amazing lighting amazing sound yep the sound and lighting for that show was i'm not usually someone who's like wow the lighting and sound like i'm not trying to be Kuh. it was just you i was thinking i would love to go to the show if i were deaf Deaf mm. people, take your deaf friends to go see Metric because it's um, it's incredible. And I just, at one point, I was like feeling the bass. Like, what would this feel like if I were blind and deaf? Like, I was <laughs> I was trying to experience it. I was like, this would be an awesome show. Your dog would be like, I need earplugs. <laughs> um, yesterday, I went to a, a metal show here in Tucson, and I realized Sex there was prisoner? a- oh. Yes, like, yes. No, I saw yeah, I saw her. She put up her stories and like the name of the different songs and one was Sex Prisoner. <laughs> yeah, it was it was Wormhaven, Exul, Sex Prisoner, and Gate Creeper. That's the show I went to. <laughs> I mean, these and just I, sound like made up. Okay, so you went to go see them like, and sounds and like you were at a was, haunted house. <laughs> it was haunted for sure. Um there was uh there was um, 
a blind person there. And I was just like thinking like, wow, I wonder what his experience is. And um, they had a se- like a handicap section. So he went over there and he was standing over there, but it was like right by the wall of amplifiers. Mm. And I'm just like, I was just wondering like what that experience would have been for him. Yeah. Going to, I mean, talk to him. Yeah. Maybe you should talk to him. He wasn't, he wasn't dumb. Oh, no one learned the, um, the word dumb this weekend. What do you mean? When someone is, cause, um, we asked Kat where she got her cat. She has a cat named Bucky and she goes, I got him from the dumb, dumb friends league. They call it the dumb friends league because it's animals are dumb. They can't talk. Dumb meaning can't talk. Did you know know dumb meant can't talk? No. How do people not know that? I didn't know that. So when you heard that song, that deaf, dumb, and blind kid sure plays a mean pin. It means he's deaf, he can't talk, and he's blind. Dumb means can't talk. And I love that they call the animal place that because that is the difference. Like That's why we eat animals is because they're dumb. They can't talk. If they could talk, we would never eat them. And it's an important distinction to make. But yeah, I was dumb for three weeks. And, and then you got vocal surgery. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Hey. <laughs> oh, man. What are you talking about? Call mine? Stop. Um, I also like that there was another highlight for me um, among many things from the weekend. After the concert, we didn't have like one group picture together. So um, we thought, all right, well, after the show, we'll go outside and we'll take a photo. And this is like why I love Nikki. So she gets her phone ready. And then there's just like a group of guys that walk by and she's like, excuse me, can you take our picture? And of course they're like, yeah, of course we will. And she's just like directing them so that we would get the perfect picture. <laughs> yeah. Like in the middle Wait, of a crowded street. She's well, it's like, funny oh, to ask make sure you get this someone lighting. to stop it's really and good. do it. And then, yeah. And then give them directions. Well, be, well it's just like, because the, we were at a certain location. It wasn't like I went, go across the street and turn this way. It was literally where they were standing. They just had to turn their back because people, if you're taking, just out there for the layman, if you want to take a good photo, you see where the light's coming, right? Like if mm-hmm. there's a big TV screen, use that TV screen light to to so have someone stand against the TV and shoot towards you. So we were in front of the Fillmore. Most people would probably get a picture in front of the Fillmore to be like, we were here. But there's yes. this huge neon, huge LED sign being like metric tonight, and it's all white and bl- light, light blue colors. And it, we would have been backlit. We would have looked like shadows in front of this thing. So we, I was like, let's use that. It's like a ring light. And so we had the guy. I had the guy stand against that and shoot us. So that how way. did they know you were at the Fillmore? We who cares? Well, no, we but then it's just a normal picture. The whole point is feel- that you're in front of a Fillmore. Well, we know, like we know. We just wanted a photo true. together. Would you rather have a photo that has shows your faces or one that shows the location? I think a uh, shittier photo showing location for me. Really? Yeah, because it's more of a memory. If not, I got to go. What the hell was it? Oh, this is. I don't think I'll ever forget that that's where that was. Though yeah. it's like a, st- a busy street. It's with the two yeah. people I went to the Fillmore with. Like I wasn't in. But that's like taking I guess a photo I wasn't in front of like showing off that I was there. I took pictures. But if you went to the Eiffel Tower and the lights were coming off the Eiffel Tower, and you're like, you know what? Let me get the lights from the Eiffel Tower to face my face. Well, I'm just saying it was we we are in it. I think our goal wasn't to get a picture of the Fillmore. It was to get a picture of us three well, dressed up looking cute. If that's the goal, then yeah, yeah that's a different goal. But yeah. um, yeah, we got a picture, and then um, we had our we, whole like. 
curse Did you think about writing metric? Because she did your song for... Oh, I did she, think about it. Well, this is the thing. My dad, I told him last week, I'm like, we're going to metric. And he goes... And I was like, oh, yeah, they... You know, I bought their song to use yeah. on my special. It was $30,000 to use, which well, money well spent. But um, it, uh, and he was like, you should write them. They'll give you free tickets. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? What am I, how am I, let me just see how that's going to go. I so I write them, them, I DM them and I say, hi, I spent $30,000 using your song. Will you give me free tickets? Like, how do I ask for free tickets? Uh, I'm you, obviously someone who can afford to buy tickets. I don't know about if it's about the free tickets. I just I say, think, I'm going to go see your show. Yeah, be like, I can't wait to see your show. I'm going to be That's in Denver. That's such a surreptitious way of being like, give me free tickets. No, I wouldn't ask wait, for free hold tickets. On. Ho- I think, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. First of all, Kat bought us the tickets. Right. As, like a girl's weekend treatment. Like, yes. Okay, so you could have been, you know, like you could have DM'd them. Hey, I'm excited. I'm coming to Denver to see you, which is... We could have gotten backstage and met them because after the show, when Nikki tagged them on Instagram, they had sent her a message and said, oh, next time, let us know that you're coming to our show. We would love to meet Nikki. The band would love to meet Nikki. Yeah. I get the feeling of not wanting to like ask for something. I know how people do it with me where they go, where I go, just ask me for tickets, you know, like because they Mm -hmm. do the thing of like, we want to come see you. And I have to go, I'll get you comps. And yeah. it's just like, there's there are times where, you know, Metric did not need um, my ticket sales. They did very well. But I'm someone who's not like, you know, is new to me doing theaters of this size. And when people write me that I know can afford tickets, yeah. and they're kind of just like, hey, we're coming to see you. I just want them to buy the ticket and then tell me. Of course. Which is exactly what we would have done in this scenario. But mm-hmm. when I just don't like lying. And so if I'm like looking to get tickets, but I'm doing it in like a passive way. You're looking to get backstage, kind of, potentially. But I did, I'm glad we didn't go backstage. I would have been stressed out about what I was wearing. I didn't bring cute enough clothes. Yeah. I don't, And also, I don't want to bug them. I'm sure they do meet and greets and it would have been fine and it would have been great. I just kind of, I was almost glad not to meet them because I got to just have... And I didn't have to be nervous the whole time being like, oh, my God, I have to like see this person who have just a conversation with had the best show ever yeah. and communicate how I feel about it. Not that I don't love meet and true, greets true. and all these things, but it was just um, and I look forward to meeting them at some point because I after seeing her show last their, their show two nights ago, I went on like a crazy binge yesterday of like nice reading everything about their songwriting process and their production and how they got together. And so now I, I feel like I just know them so much more mm-hmm. after seeing them. Cause I was blown away. If they are, they're coming to Boston. They're, I don't know why I'm promoting their dates. I'm also coming to a lot of places. You should go <laughs> see me, please. God, my ticket sales are, I have not promoted my shows at all. So if you are anywhere in Iowa or um, where else am I going? Memphis, um, Thousand Oaks, California, another place in California. Um, uh, just look at my tour dates. If you have money to spare, please come see me. It's going to be an amazing show. Um, and I need, to, I just, I have not promoted my show at all. I'm so bad at promotion. So I have to say that in here. But also go see Metric because it was such a good show. It was so, so good. Noah, what did you think as someone who'd never really heard of them until? Loved it. I thought their set was very um, thoughtful and it seemed like, like, ev- Every um, like four or so songs, we were going into like a different phase, and yes. I loved how in the middle of the set, um, the guitar player and the singer—her name is Emily, right? Yeah, Emily Hayes. She—they did an acoustic song of combat yeah. 
baby. Is that what baby, it's called? Yeah. Yeah. Combat and baby. And I thought it was so good. It was just like a nice so little good. break. Oh, I love and it. And then they got back it. into it. It was, it was great. And there was once, I haven't really gotten into their new album. Do you ever have it where you hear a song for the first time and you just know it's about to be your favorite song? Yeah, that it's going seconds. to be like, you're like, it's almost love at first sight where you're like, I'm about to get sucked into a vortex of only hearing this song for the next four weeks. This is all I'm going to listen to. And then after that, I'm going to burn out and not be able to really hear it as much with the same. Like, and then I hate like when that happens years with later, songs. Yeah, it sucks. And then two years later, you'll have a little bit of a renaissance. Mm-hmm. And then two years after that, you'll have, and then six years after that, you'll have an even bigger one. Like the rest of your life, it is almost like running into a lover in public where you're like, you'll hear it and go like, <gasps> and like your Sorry, body will you. fill with chills. And like, yeah. I, I ghosted you song. There's such a dopamine yeah. hit from a song you love. The song that I'm obsessed with right now is it's called Formentera. Formentera. Oh, that's, that's I think. One. Oh cheese my in god! Yeah, <laughs> I did type in Formenta <laughs> yesterday, and they were like nothing to be found. But Formentera is like my new favorite. Is it song. off their new album? Yeah, it's I. I just as soon as she started playing it, and like I, the, I guess by the time the first chorus hit, I had Googled the, the lyric I heard to be like, "What is this song?" and added it to my Spotify. Immediately. Was it the acoustic one? No, it was, oh. it was uh, the real version it i love so an acoustic good. after a bunch of electric and then it's just like them yes. with just a guitar her voice is so it just good. becomes so personal yes and i wonder if it would stand out if they did all acoustic i feel like because they go from yeah you need variety you need peaks yeah. and valleys yeah. for sure so it was really good you went to a concert this weekend right yeah we went to jake owen who's from my hometown in vero beach florida and uh yeah he came through st louis he played at the family arena which that is out is in St. Charles. The Riverport. No. No, that's not Riverport. Sorry. Okay, the Family Arena. I've never been there, but I've heard a lot about it. Yeah, I don't know who plays there. I mean, it's I a big arena. I think a lot of people arena. do. I think Kelly Clarkson went there once. Oh, uh, so I mean, I like, who, like, like sports team. I think, like, a, a, oh. like a soccer team, like a, okay. a, a arena soccer. I mean, it's like an arena out of nowhere, like, out of nowhere. Just, and, um, yeah, I mean, I was, you know, I, it was, I, I, I love him as, like, a performer. He, like, was... Jake, like, he moved to Nashville from, like, Florida. He went to Florida State. He broke his collarbone, moved to Nashville, opened up a a bank account, and had a record deal within, like, a month when we were, like, all, like, in our 20s. What do you mean? What's the bank account part? Because, okay, so he opens up a bank account. He he gives the Were you confused by that, too, Noah? (laughs) Yeah, sorry. I'm trying to go He gets a library card, and then he has a book. He has a library (laughs) Book deal. Or he gets... Like it's like, what does that have to do with anything? I don't understand. Did you mean like money in the bank account? I don't like, like, Andrew's stories are just cryptic. He lives little crumbs. No, and you have because to go, yeah, I feel like I was at the Russian. Okay, I'll fucking. I'll, I'll, Why? So, I'm not so, holding up the break sign. Yeah, there's nothing. Not that you would acknowledge that. Anyway. First of all, first of all, he, he's first a deaf, of all, dumb and blind kid. You guys, he's not dumb blind kid. Next thing you know, it's his third album came out uh, okay. with Kenny Chesney. Okay, so he gets a Quiznos frequent shopper card. <laughs> <laughs> this is. He signs up okay, for so Southwest you, Rapids okay, Rewards. This is the point of the story. <laughs> 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 he fills his car up with gas. Okay. Quart yeah, of a tank yeah. with 87. He gets and in. next thing you know, he's running for president. Okay, so he gets a bank account and then. <laughs> so Obama went to Harvard. He became president. Right. Okay, so, no. So he. The person he opened the bank account with, he gave them this his CD. 
And that person knew one record executive. Wait, you thought that we would get from the... I don't know. Andrew. That was in a trance. <laughs> what is going this, on? Okay, I'll tell you what happened. Oh I'll tell you what happened. God. This is what happened. Okay. Wait, you I'll like, tell you what happened. Me, I'll tell I you what happened. I might know this story, but you think the... I didn't even know that, but the listener For layman gonna, dumb terms, I'll tell you what happened. layman, there's no one here. Who, everyone's a layman besides the <gasps> insiders layman? of the story. Okay, the story. This is, this is the reason why. I don't know why I was telling his origin story and when i got caught in the origin story i wanted Abandoned to get it. out of it but the only way to get out of it was to get him to be a superstar as quick as possible because the origin story had nothing to do with the fucking concert that's what happened that is so funny i got stuck in an origin he gets a bank account. he got a record deal he was born in vero beach in a river in a river boat in 1984 he grew up in the mangroves oh yeah none God. of this is pertinent Pertinent. Okay, that is so funny. I don't know why. Yes. Yeah, so right, anyways, it was so a good show. He gave his he gave his mixtape to the guy at the bank, and then the bank had some connections, and then yeah. the, it led to a record deal. That's yes, cool. So, so within like six months, he was opening for Kenny Chesney. So like he's been famous in our hometown for like twenty years now. Right. I mean, it's kind of the crazy. guy that made good. Yeah, he yeah. made good. And we were never, we were kind of close. He has a twin brother who like sells insurance who I was closer with. What's his origin story? (laughs) That's pretty much the whole thing. (laughs) He opened up a bank account and then just stayed in Vero Uh, Beach. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, so Jake was nice enough to get me and Brenna tickets. We were third row, like right in center stage. How did that come to be? Did you reach out to him? Let's get the uh, the tips. Uh, yeah, no, I had Cat bought the tickets, and then I no, I um, <laughs> I reached out to him. Yeah, did you say how did you do it in a passive way? Because you didn't say, "Can I get free tickets?" Right? No, no, of course not. Exactly. I said, "Jake, I gotta look." I man. can't wait to see you. I've I'm, known you. I've, I've to... known you since the bank account days. Since <laughs> before you opened that bank account. Yeah, I known you before when you were just making cash on a stool <laughs> in Riverside Cafe. Yeah. <laughs> no, I said I. I, I want to hear. Can we I see said the text? I would like to see you perform. Wait, let's just see the text. No, Can you're gonna you're gonna make fun of it because I was passive. Yes, prior, but I don't. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I. That's what I hate doing. I just want to like say you've done stuff like this before. I I swear to God, I have. Oh, this is what I always say. I go, hey, she I'm. Do um, it. I, I always. I I really don't do that. Mickey I always buy tickets. I can't. I would have bought tickets. Even walk I really would have. Three rows of people to get to a better vantage point to see metric. Like it's not because I'm like a good person. It's just like I just also I know you don't want to inconvenience like we are, people. Like I'm kind of like down. But, but, but then we why are can't friends. you just say, "Can I get free tickets?" Is my question. Yeah, I don't know. I why think the idea. I, can't, I think it's like, hard for people to write free. I think oh, it's just so hard. Do you say, can I don't you know why. You know, what, like, you know, for for Tom, when I asked him, I go, "I'm, I'm, I'd love to see you." And that all that was just like I'm gonna come see you. And I I said um, I know that we get comps, so I think I wrote. Do you have any comps? If not, I'm totally fine paying. That's what I wrote. I think, which was true. So I did ask for comps. Yeah. But I acknowledged. But I asked for them. I didn't go like. No, hey, I, so I, you're coming for to me, town. it's like tougher to ask that for some reason. Well, that's what I'm why. saying. It's not easy yeah. to ask for what you actually want, but it's not the passive way. But I get it. I get why. I mean, literally everyone who asked me for tickets and you can continue to do this. They go, I'd love to. S- we're going to come see you. What time is the show? And that's kind of the way they do it. Where it's like, don't buy tickets. I got you. 
but even though you could afford it and I do need those ticket sales and it would matter to me, just I'll get you in. Oh, so I said, and I this I guess this does come passive aggressive, but here's the it's thing. Not aggressive. Or passive passive. <laughs> uh, so I said, remember to bang. No, I go, should I come to the show tomorrow night? Uh-huh. And he goes, how far is it from you? I go, 30 minutes. He goes, come on, bro. I go, me and my girl will come. Should we hang my with girl, you? My girl, you're talking like country. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jay, do you understand girl. what I'm talking about when I say I'll bring my girl? Me and my lady are coming down horseback <laughs> style. We'll leave now. My girl. I reckon we'll get there uh, yonder. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, so six weeks later, we got there. Uh, <laughs> should we hang with you backstage or buy tickets and maybe hang after? I got uh-huh. you covered. I'll hit you tomorrow. Sounds good. See you soon. Okay, so you did offer to buy tickets. I did offer same to thing. buy tickets. Okay, so you did pretty much the same thing. Will you get me backstage or should I buy tickets? Yeah. How pissed would you have been if you had to buy tickets? Honestly, I wouldn't have been angry. I, I, I did want to hang with them yeah. just because like, it, I, I so mean, I'm friends with hang. them. So we did get to hang. So there were some, there was a really funny moment at the concert. Though. So, so <laughs> you're going to call this K, I think, but I wanted to get ahead of Do it, it Andrew. So, what is it? So I don't do anything. So he throws Bud Lights into the crowd. That's that's dangerous. <laughs> is it a can that's or be a is lawsuit. it in a cup? You're at you're nine steps. You're nine bank accounts I, ahead of I think of that me. is very dangerous. <laughs> so he's throwing them though, like like beer, so, like cans, cans or cans. okay, yeah, right. bottles, broken bottles, underhand, <laughs> underhand. <laughs> How right? far? So this is the... Did someone so, get hurt? Sorry, he's throwing <laughs> them, but like second row, he threw one at me, and the guy next to me caught it. I got hit with an ear. I got two picks from. Got hit in the ear with a pick that he threw out. That was pretty cool. cool. But anyways, he's throwing Bud Lights in the crowd. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you see him throw one, like, two feet, you know, for... Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, he throws, like, five or six. And you see him getting a little bit more, like, hey, yeah, let's, let's get a little bit farther. Yeah. <laughs> and know. I could see it in his eyes of getting too confident with throwing them, people catching them, being like, yeah. And then he, like, literally points, like, dude, about, I mean, it's so far. Like, I'm talking, like, 200 feet, like, yeah. like, and he just goes, yeah, bro, you. And the guy's like, yeah. And he goes, and it just, it seemed like forever. And it just, it hit a woman. That's what I'm saying. On the head. Yeah. Who looked like she was already confused of why she was there before she got hit. <laughs> oh, no. And, and. And <laughs> someone's girl. He goes like this. He goes, oh, oh, but he's in the middle of a song. So you can't oh, like, no. it was like a Travis Scott situation. So he's like, no. he's like oh, oh, uh, uh, uh. and then I'm just watching this woman the whole time for the next like three songs. And she's just like despondent. Like, I can't well, you can believe see her. Yeah, I could see her. From stage, so you're she, turning around and looking at like, her. Like, ha- like she can't see that I'm looking at her. But she, was, Andrew, we know would just be like, "Oh, I go you." <laughs> Andrew has no um. What's the what's the thing where uh, you go brain? No, where uh, like awareness. Kind of. Tr- no, no, no. Like I'm getting better because you've told me many we're, times. We're I don't like you know the classic thing of like you kick him under the table and he goes, "Why are you kicking me?" Or like if there's someone <laughs> oh, with a facial disfigurement, he'll go like, "Look over there, look. Do you see?" And I'm like, "We all see the person." Oh, that, that was has the girl skin, in the wheelchair the other skin, day. Yes. What really? The, the person that got on their knee and that we were laughing at the guy on his knee, but it it oh, looked like yeah. we're just laughing at someone in a yes, wheelchair. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but like I could just see. If 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 something happened, Andrew just turning around like like you're not good at on peripheral vision, dude. I, I look, I just kept looking at her because I I felt bad for her. I really did feel bad for her, and she looked so despondent and, and embarrassed. Like, probably like this, it's so just embarrassing like this. Like, to get did hit. I just get? 
She yeah, was so I, far you away. You can get concussed. Oh, my God. So That's concussed. What I'm saying. I, how did I protect, predict that? It's dangerous. I mean, so so then, so I see her though, like three songs after that, she starts singing again. I was like, okay, either she's really fucked up. Oh my up. God, you were really worried about this I, woman. I was kind of, I was just so intrigued. It's not every day you get hit with a <laughs> beer. So then, he, so Jake gets a tattoo earlier in the day and he goes, you know, I've just, you know, I've been a little down and i just felt like getting a tattoo of this like drawing that like these guys did for him and he's mm-hmm. like does anyone in the crowd want to get a tattoo and this drunk woman goes i'll get one beerhead <laughs> not beer no. head, okay but a different woman actually like seven people raised their hands of course people love free tattoos especially at a jake owen con- no they offered they to don't. buy it <laughs> no, no, no no he's like <laughs> so, so this woman they put out the tape on stage and he's just singing a song and she's just like getting a tattoo oh on i bet stage. you hundreds of people at that show would have done that uh, probably yeah I mean, once you start getting tattoos you don't care about at adding like ian gets them that is true i don't know if this know, one i don't know if this Wednesday. woman's had any tattoos oh, but really? next thing you know this woman's you should have gotten one i know i thought about it but so then uh it was pretty funny though like i i made it stupid but the two people got tattooed <laughs> that night the Bud Light girl and the girl. like. Who do you think woke up more upset? Like the girl that got yeah, that girl that had an imprint of a can <laughs> ring on her forehead <laughs> for the rest the of her life. The <laughs> it's so embarrassing to get hit in the oh face by anything when you don't see it coming. I That's why I hate when boys are playing ball or uh, catch or any kind of sport near me. I told him if he got Oof. sued for like Florida man. <laughs> Country singer gets yes. sued for throwing Bud Light and crap. I'm surprised more people don't get hurt at at shows, and then the they must the maybe uh, the venue pays for it because oh what oh if people so, get hurt at shows bounce it like mosh pits oh, yeah, and yeah. like oh, sure. yeah. there's just no way and so who's paying for that I wonder I don't know I mean it was it was I could see her I mean did anyone see the Woodstock documentary not yet limpet like Fred Durst has some what did he throw he's the one that like kind of got them to be like break shit fuck shit up and like they were already well, so mad and then he was just like he got them to just go next level and start tearing oh. tearing the he played a song that was called like break shit break yeah. stuff or burn called, yeah. break stuff and yeah and so people break just started book tonight yeah Good. yeah that's and they started like surfing on all the you know big <laughs> pieces of plywood they were pulling off the sound have you ever seen akon throw a a, a person into the crowd he, someone th- no. like threw something at him on stage oh, and he's like yeah. oh that's cool man come up on stage you can hang out and then he threw him and then he th- <laughs> And I'll it landed on the lady. Like, <laughs> the lady. She's like, oh, again. again. I can't go to any genre of concert. <laughs> Mr. <Mister>, Mr. <Mister. laughs> so so then we go backstage, which was really cool, but like people are getting tattooed like left and right because they're tattoo artists. Did so you think about it? Nah, I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, it wasn't I, the vibe. Yeah, it wasn't the vibe. But it was it was a really it was a really fun night and I don't know. It's uh it's different. Music is like it's so weird that comedy. You just go. You just need a microphone. They need I know. so much shit. I know. So many people I look are around backstage. And I go. I know they're making a lot of money, but man, they're it spending is a lot of money. Cut up, boy. Oh boy. There's like forty people just working backstage, manning mm-hmm. different stuff, and then also your band, which you got to pay pretty handsomely. Yeah, and then that's at- why when people start like, why did they go solo? Uh, you know, yeah. Why did Rob Thomas leave Matchbox and Twenty? So much of their sales is merch. 
That is, they, artists depend on merch so, so much. There Speaking were, of new merch on my tour, it's going to oh, be nice. dope. I worked very hard to make it Wait, as, you're as renaming, cool as you renamed the tour too, right? Yeah, or it's called it's the, new- Gr- the Good Girl Tour. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So I tried to name, I wanted to name it the name of my special, but then my um, agent said people would think it was the same material from the special. And I'm like, isn't that so funny? Like, if... I know it's been noted before, but musicians, if you pay, play oh. new music, everyone hates you. <laughs> but if you're a comedian and you do anything, you can only do new stuff. And if you do anything that is recognizable, people go, people have a r- right to just dismiss you as so weird. Just taking our money. Like we already saw this. But it, it does make sense because comedy, laughter is a response to being scared or surprised. That's why a lot of times people, after they're scared, they laugh. It's a very common response to being scared is to have people giggle. You do it sometimes when you're nervous, you laugh. But like, do you think? Do you and think? So you know, comedy is like I. You think this joke is going this way, and I'm going to say this way, and then you laugh. So it's about surprise. So if you hear something, you yeah, no. But it's part not of funny. me thinks like I've heard the same story more than once. Like George Carlin started that thing, like a new special every two hour, and then Louis said it. I and know then, you, but the thing is, even if you think. It's just as good. It's not as good as the first time you heard it. Yeah. I saw Mitch Hedberg, though, and like he was a one-liner guy, so obviously... And then what happens is people start fucking literally saying his punchlines. Yeah. Ugh. But you know what is just as close to as good as the first time you heard it is the first time your friend who you know will appreciate the joke hears it. You know, it's like showing someone a YouTube video. I right now, we have to go to break, am so obsessed with the video. (laughs) I cannot stop watching it. I watched it on the plane yesterday on repeat for an hour. It is that guy Eggs Tyrone who puts dance. He takes people like different dancing clips and then puts different music to it. So these people look like they're dancing to different songs. Thank it's you, so good. Eggs Tyrone spelled exactly like you think it is. And um, they did this. He took this one from Diddy and his sons dancing. Diddy is dressed up like um, Pennywise from yeah. It. Oh. And then his sons are dancing around him. And the dancing is just phenomenal. It's so interesting. But they were dancing to just a, a rap song. But then he took that music <laughs> out and put in Modest Mouse. <laughs> burm, burm, bing, 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 ding, 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 ding. I crashed yeah. my car into a cop car the other day. <laughs> it's on my story. I'm going to put it on my story every single day until I stop being obsessed with it. Because I need... To know, I I have never liked a video this much in my life. I can't stop watching it. It makes me happy. It soothes me. It is like, it, I feel, you know how sometimes special needs people like watch the same video or children just want the same thing over and over and over. Beauty and the Beast, Beauty and the Beast. Like just, oh, I've never been this obsessed with something. I mean, granted it's a 45 second video, but I'm watching it on repeat. Yeah. And just the way the dancing is, it just... It's something about, it's the most, it's it's the thing in the world that has hit me the most in like a place of like, this is everything I've ever wanted. The world is okay. I like the idea it's of, calming. because um, I see those kind of videos and they'll play like yakety sax or whatever, like over like something that's really cool. Uh-huh. But I like that modest mouth. Can that, I play it for you to yeah. see if you're entranced by it as me? I'm sure I will be. But I like that the song still has somewhat of rhythm it's still kind of cool the song so it's is not, so cool so it's not like completely making a joke out of it you know what i mean yes and i i would think most that song was cool before smartphones so a lot of people are being introduced to the song for the first time okay so it's the middle one on the top i love the idea that modest mouth like becomes Let's, let's see if Andrew enjoys it as much as I do. Like, don't get a hit one morning. They'll be like, why do I have 90 yes. million? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
It's just Diddy and his sons walking Makes down the really hallway. Happy. But watch how good. I cost my car into a cop car. I thought you would be afraid of the clown. No, it makes me happy. The clown is so cute. It makes Pennywise like yesterday I walked past a sewer and I was like, where are you? Come on, dance. (laughs) I swear to God. It was a little chipmunk came out of the sewer instead. It scared me because I really was looking for Pennywise. I do love this and I love that it's like. Wait, you didn't get to the end. Oh, sorry. I thought I did. Again, he went to the bank account. (laughs) No, don't don't worry about it now. But you got to watch it all later. It's so good because. You know, because then it goes, and then we all float on, okay. And he changes the rhythm. Then, like, there's something so soothing about dancing that goes exactly to the song that I really like. Uh, who knew that I was into dancing so much? I'm obsessed. I saw obsessed. Uh, this uh, TikTok where they, they do, oh, we got to go to break. <laughs> <laughs> I could feel it. I could feel it. We'll be back right after this with <laughs> Top One, Bottom One on Mickey Glazer Podcast. And the TikTok video, thing. <laughs> Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs) Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, 
on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. All right, we're back. I crashed my car into a cop car. Um, and I will say on that video, the that Eggs Tyrone guy, he doesn't only put in the the vid- the music. What's brilliant about that guy is that he makes the music almost sound like it's coming from that event. So he won't, yes. it's not played over it. It's So he puts in little claps mm. in the song to make to match the claps of the dancers. So it makes it sound like that's the song that was playing in that hallway. And he, you know, distorts the sound so that it sounds like it was in that hallway too, which you don't realize no, you love affects the something so much. That, yeah. Like a, affects a, a video was like, it, um, there was another video yesterday that I got, oh, I went down a fucking wormhole yesterday. I don't even want to talk about it. It's, I found someone that I've never been more jealous of in my life, whose life I just oh like, I can't, I wrote Anya and I was like, do you know who this girl is? And she was like, <laughs> don't do this to yourself, Nikki. She's perfect. I'm not even going to say who it is because mm. I don't, she is funny. She's gorgeous. She's mm. has perfect style, a perfect home, a perfect dog, a perfect boyfriend, a perfect uh, amount of like she's like does does her own products. She and her husband collaborate perfectly on like it it is so triggering. I could not I was in bed watching her and just it was like cutting myself. I couldn't stop. I was trying to find anything about this woman's life that was tragic that maybe spoke to a, a deep pain. Um Anya was like, "I think her parents are divorced." And I was like, "Okay, we got something." Like there was there's but there's nothing. There is nothing. Her life is perfect and Anya Anya, usually when I present her with someone, she goes, Nikki, you don't understand. Like, that girl probably has this. She probably doesn't eat that much. And like, but this girl, we both concluded, literally has a perfect life. And Anya was like, I can't go down that. Don't send me down that hole again. She I quit. a performer? I don't want to give any. Uh, no, there's no, there's nothing I will give anyone about this girl. I'll just say, and if. Kimberly, you're talking about your niece this way. <laughs> Poppy. She's already, we already married her off. <laughs> Um, yeah, and she's so tiny. She's four. Um, okay, let's get into top one, bottom one. Today's category is in anticipation of me traveling to LA. I think that was kind of it. I'm I'm traveling tonight. I traveled yesterday. Noah mm-hmm. traveled yesterday. Mm-hmm. We all spend a lot of times in the I airports. met a bestie at the airport. Really? Nice. Her name is How? Sid. Yes. So, okay, so Sid I was recognized my, you? I was at my gate eating Cheetos. <laughs> which uh, is what That's I got from purchase. the topic. Hot <laughs> and or regular? Uh, cheddar. Cheddar, nice. Gotta get the cheddar. So, uh, and it was like seven minutes before boarding and I'm, I was debating if I should go wash my hands. What do you do with your Cheeto fingers? This oh, is what I was debating. Do I do I wipe them on my used tissue that's in my bag or do I just go wash my hands because the bathroom was right there? You suck them, man. <laughs> or suck do I public? suck them? I'll get in there. But I was at the but airport also if you so suck that them, then they're wet. Okay. 
So yeah, but then I would wipe it on my jeans. So anyway, I decided to go to the bathroom and wash my hands. (laughs) And as I'm walking with like my Cheeto hand, all I heard was, can I get your picture? And I just looked and I didn't hear the first part of what Sid said. She goes, hey, I'm a bestie. Can I get a photo Mm -hmm. with you, please? And she's so cute because later she told me, she's like, oh, I know um, what Nikki says, like, have your phone ready. So I, so I had my phone. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, so she lives in Tucson. I had my Tucson. phone ready when I asked those guys too. I was like following my own rules. You did. Exactly. <laughs> so just a quick tidbit. She said she would listen to Sid us bit. every single day. A Sid bit. In uh-huh. Africa. Noah's got a gun In now. Africa? Wait, what? In Africa. Yes. Which I think we should take time to acknowledge our international listeners, by the way, because there's a lot. I got a call. I got a text or a DM from someone who I said Uganda the other day. I just, you know, as a reference point for something. And he was like, thank you for shouting out Uganda. And I'm like, hell yes, Uganda. What's up? Yemen, how you doing? So she was mm -hmm. serving as a a medic. Oh, shit. And she was traveling. (laughs) Sorry, she was serving as a medic. And she was traveling back home. She had an issue with her and she had to be laid over in Colorado. And she was just listening to Thursday's podcast and she oh knew we God. were in Colorado. Oh and she was God. just like, I can't believe I see you oh at the airport. God. With Cheeto hands. That is so cute. <laughs> yeah, so it was just so like wait, is there a photo said, now with you with Cheeto? Did you show your Cheeto fingers? Well, or did I you said to her, them? I was like, I have Cheeto dust all over my fingers. Can I please wash my hands first? <laughs> That's so cute. Looking like I love that so much. Yeah, so I am. Um, hey, Sid. Thanks. That's so nice. Someone wrote me from after the Metro concert and was like, you have a doppelganger at the Fillmore in Denver. Unless it was Stop. you. But if you don't, there's someone who looks exactly like you. And I'm like, oh, man, I wish you would have said hi. I love a good uh, recognizing, uh, yeah. like, say hello. I hate I, Always when in doubt. And I'm not a bad enough looking gal where if you tell someone, hey, are you Nikki Glazer?" And it's not me that they're going to be like, fuck you, you know? So just take a gamble. I, I would hope not. Except unless, you know, I have a joke where people go, are you Nikki Glazer?" And I have no makeup on. And I go, you think I look like this? Yeah. <laughs> Pointing to myself. Because I do. Sometimes I look so unlike myself without makeup that if I get recognized, I get really offended. It's like, where did you see me like where this? Where would I ever present like this except every day on YouTube? <laughs> It was one of your depressed days during COVID. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> I think you accidentally oh. posted it for three seconds. God. Oh, man. I, uh, okay, so yeah, top I've one, had bottom it. one? Yeah, oh, top yeah. one, bottom one. What's the category? The category is something at the Hudson News, which is the airport bodega. Yeah, the oh. airport. It's in every single airport. It's like Hudson News. It's classic. They sell the same stuff almost all the time. There's a couple variations here and there you'll mm-hmm. find, but um, mostly it's always the same stuff. Um, let's stop. Let's start with the bottom thing. Um, I hate that they have the worst options for snacks for anything healthy. There is nothing healthy in a Hudson News besides water. There's nothing. <laughs> I don't care if you're like, but what about the green pea snap crisps? Um, are you really going to eat one fourth of that bag? No, you're not. You're going to eat the whole bag. It's four servings. It is so bad for you. Too much sodium. Too much, like, nothing. There's What's the perfect healthy snack that needs to be there? Um, I really do like some places carry those, um, like, baked edamame. Ooh. And they, they have such a good pop in your mouth. Those are really good. Um, An also, Kind Bars. Bar kind Bars kind is, bar. is definitely a great choice. But I will say I hate um, 
And they are always out of like very often out of Diet Coke. I have noticed as someone who just started re-drinking Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi, no one cares for. Everyone loves Diet Coke. Everyone. It's Diet Cokes are always taken and Diet Pepsis are there being like, we're here. And it's like, I know you are. No, thank you. I hate that. I hate when I go to a restaurant and they go, "Uh, you go Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi. Like it's like not even like, yes, like I'm weird for thinking it's different. (laughs) And then I go, no. And they go. You, oh, okay. I hate to All tell right. you, David Spade just did a great bit about this on Ugh. Kimmel. His last appearance on Kimmel. It's so funny where he's like, yeah, people will go Diet Pepsi. And they kind of look at you like, I know. I'm sorry. Like, Diet <laughs> Pepsi, it's gross. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, no. And they're like, you should, like, but it's it's like, that exact thing of like, no, it's not okay. It's not There's okay. Not, it's not even close. Also, they get mad. If you go, no, then I don't want it. They go, well, it's the same thing. And they go, yes. no, it's not the same thing. It's not at all. It's not. Total it's not like taste. Sprite 7-Up. I get that. That's kind of in the same world. Mm. Pepsi is nowhere near it. Yeah. But I, I, I will still drink a Diet Pepsi. I will I'm too. not against it. But uh, yeah. um, but yeah, we have Diet Cokes often in Hudson News, and it's like yes. a very bonding thing when yes. we when we're traveling because together. it's a treat. Because yeah. we know it's bad, we know it's naughty, <laughs> and we should just be getting water. It's There's a water right there. <laughs> it's eight thirty. You know what I hate in the Hudson News? A water for four forty nine. Oh, that's what I hate about the Hudson News. Go fuck yourself. And also, so you know what I hate is. When the people working there (laughs) either aren't manning the front of it, like they're just stocking things and the whole line backs up, or there's one person, this is my number, sorry, top top, bottom one thing, Hudson News, people who get a bag for their soda or their water or their little cheese Mm. crisps, stop getting bags. You guys, are you, if you can carry it in your hand, walk out of the store with it. I'm so sick of people just, uh, yeah, I'll take a bag for that. For you're buying a pack of gum and you need a gigantic Hudson News bag. Oh, you're going to reuse it. No, you're not. No one reuses it. Listen, I'm not perfect when it comes to plastic bags, but if you can carry it up to the front counter and you're not spilling things everywhere, you can walk out of the store with it without a bag. Final answer. I think okay, Andrew. Hudson News... Bottom is the sandwich selection. Mm. I like a quick sandwich. Give me some options. Give me something maybe fresh, something that was maybe made that day and not nine years ago. So what are the options generally? Like it's like turkey and like I think it's American cheese. On like, do they have uncrustables there? Oh, I like uncrustables. I would love to. I've never had one, but man, they look so good. They just look like mm, dude. They're they're soaked up bread. Oh, they're insane. I saw one on the ground yesterday, and I wanted to eat it. Are you sure that just wasn't an old (laughs) PB? It was. It was. It had a circle pattern to it. It Wait, you just saw a perfectly sitting there? No, it had a big bite out of it. (laughs) Even what happened to that person? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Who gives up on an Uncrustable after you take one bite? And who, after giving up on it, throws it on the ground? Just find a trash can, you trash. Uncrustable's so funny. Don't you know where trash cans are? Because you are trash. What do I want my mom to make me? An Uncrust? Like, someone made that. Like, I like my sandwiches without crust. Yeah, people did. Did you like that? It's not bad. Yeah. I didn't mind crust. I think my mom like made me eat crust. It was just like that's me, like that's good for you. Like give, it's almost like the peel of an or of uh, an apple. It's like do you know that has like the most fiber in it? Is the the outside? Oh okay. So you're supposed to that. eat it. Sometimes, but I, I don't like think a, that's the way it is a for bread. Sandwich though, because in like sometimes I'll throw a lot of mayo on there and I'll put chips on there. 
chips on top of the sandwich yeah. and it'll just taste like a processed it'll bring you back to like lunchable days mm. and there's like some kind of nostalgic good feeling about eating absolute yes. dog shit okay so, so so sandwich selection give me a little better of a sandwich and not for fucking 12.99 we're not gonna we're not gonna be able to convince them of that it's, yeah it's, inflation yep uh noah what about you okay controversial oh. i really don't like that they have books there for sale because it puts <sighs> pressure on me. Very anti-reading. Yeah. To buy, well, I just, I just feel like I don't. It's like it's almost like if you buy a book, you're one of those people who's like so put together, and you use your time on a plane to like read and yes. get all this like worldly. Knowledge you know what? They're selling the illusion of that because people, most people, like pressure. including me, when you buy a book, where the crawdogs sing five months ago, you just read the first page or two you get tired and you put it away and then you forget it in the the back of the chair in the plane it is more of like buying the illusion of the person you want to be i don't think yeah. most airport books even get read there are people that will walk past and they'll look at it like they feel like you know you're at like the smithsonian or something they're acting like oh well, maybe yeah. i'll buy this i've never book seen anyone about- buy a book either i don't know if you think I, I have to- bought a lot of books, but I, I will say I never read them. So I only read books on my phone. And so I'm just, I wanted to buy a book the other day when I had to wait for like two hours for Noah's plane to get in. Yeah. We were waiting and I was like, oh, I'll go to the bookstore. And then I was like, bitch, buy a book on your phone. <laughs> They're so much cheaper. I was about to spend $24 on a book that I got for eight bucks on my phone. Yeah, the m- magazines I used to buy magazine gonna, before the. Fo- yeah. I mean, it's all the phone. It's the phone's fault. I mean, can, uh, I would buy a Rolling Stone. I did ESPN like magazines magazine. back in the day. A big magazine. I yeah. loved a big mag. I'd read it before the flight would take off. Magazines I'd read the whole are article. so expensive. I have a weird thing with. Yeah, magazines are expensive they got so now. They're expensive. like eight ninety nine. Yeah. Really? Well, they have to be because no one's buying them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They used to be like three ninety nine. Um. Yeah, I I sometimes on the way out, if I have a connecting flight on the way out of a plane, I look and people will leave behind the magazines that they've already read, and I just steal from the first class, <laughs> like the trash that they leave on the seats. Yeah, it's a great solution. You oh can get a lot God. of good. Uh, well, remember materials. flying before phones, and like if the movie wasn't there, and then you didn't have anything to read, oh, so all you could do other, is look at the fucking I had that for sale book or the whatever. Other day, my yeah. phone was about to die, and my um, AirPods weren't working, oh. so I was just like, "What did you do?" I just, um, oh, the girl next to me was trying to like kind of talk to me. And so I just pretended that I was sleeping. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't. She just was like, I thought it was well, good. looks like we're going to be friends. She like sat closer to me because it was like, it's going to be a full flight, folks. Uh, you're going to want to use those middle seats. And she just went, moved from the aisle to the middle, just being like, which I thought was like, no, she, someone will sit there. Oh, she moved. That? She was just like, it was weird. She just, and she goes, well, looks like we're going to be best friends. And I was just like, but no, the aisle we was are still not. Open? That is when I put on my eye mask. I just go, uh-huh. and I'm like, why don't I still have that coat sticker on my phone head. that says I can't talk? <laughs> I'm dumb. What? What? what yeah. There's no eye. She she left the aisle open. She, yeah, for people boarding. The, it was so weird. Yeah, I know. And she didn't move back to the and aisle. She just kept saying stuff to herself like, oh, uh, well, don't usually do that. Someone was the, the flight attendant was like, you know, ma'am, you have to put the bag underneath. And she was like, I knew that. I knew, I knew that. I usually don't do that. Like, you know, people that just want to get a conversation going. So they start just like almost like fly fishing. They just like kind of say little things that someone will take the bait. And I'm oh, just like, I'm not giving it. I love, I love shutting down a cosign because they go psh, psh, bag under the chair. I mean, what's the point? And you're like, 
No, you're not getting that. Yeah, from me. I'm, I'm not, not. You're not. I'm not co-signing with you. <laughs> I'm I don't not care. Being your little partner I'm in going, crime here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You're on. Let's your raise own. hell over here. No, yes. no. I'm not doing that. I, I, I had. I, I sound like a real brat, but what? You had a what moment yesterday on on my flight back home. Um, sitting behind me was a sports broadcaster, and oh I could God. tell by the tone of his voice that he was definitely like in broadcasting and then i learned about his whole career because he was just bombarding this woman who was sitting next to him Jesus with his Christ. history and he was like showing her things out of the window as we were landing explaining like well all these things aren't it's like oh, oh that is my number one pet Stop peeve it. What's he want, explaining? i need you to listen to me listener if you're on a plane and you're a little chatty kathy keep your voice down i know it sounds like you have yeah. to scream because it's like the the almost like white noise of the airplane makes it seem like you have to shout louder everyone can hear you it is so rude yeah. i'm at the point where i'm gonna start telling people Shh. to shut up yeah. because Shh. it is so rude people will talk it'll be like a 7 a.m flight and someone's just in the mood to oh. talk and they start chatting and the person next to them doesn't have boundaries so they just let them talk the whole time and kind of keep it like i'm just like man this woman needs to go to a fucking meeting because she needs to stand up for herself like i just start just like <laughs> diagnosing people as have being codependent because the person will be talking and the person you can tell the person's annoyed with this person talking to them because no one wants this but then they keep kind of keeping it going because they don't want to be rude be rude be rude shut these people down and even stop if they're your being friend a person who talks though even yeah even if you're on a flight with a friend keep i've been on a flight with kirsten and we talked the entire time and i've told her like we've been like we got to keep it down because there are people around us sleeping and you do not need to scream but you know what people love to do is to they love having people hear how cool like hearing about their life it gives people an opportunity to be in a small confined space where other people will hear about your life yeah they're performing they they honestly do and i yeah. know i get to perform every night so maybe i don't know what it's like to not have that little outlet but you are a bad person if you talk the entire <laughs> flight you're you're a selfish person you're not nice people are trying to sleep i don't care what time of day it is the only argument is they're you anxious are, you're and that's how they're... again the definition of is doing something so that other people see you do it <laughs> and you give the illusion that you don't know they're seeing you do it but you do you, the thing that you wouldn't do by yourself so if you were having a conversation as a sports broadcaster because you want everyone around you to know you're famous you are and you deserve to i and i hope and this flight cl crashes and i will take i will <laughs> no, sacrifice my own life so the world doesn't have to deal with you. Oh wait, no, I'm on just the flight. Just the front of the flight. Just the front of the plane. Just no. your, just his seat gets. Just listen to out Sex Prisoner. You won't die. <laughs> if you're listening to Sex Prisoner, you'll Final fucking be fine. Yeah, because that's okay, the guy Tom. that wants to everyone to hear. He's not someone that's anxious. Because he's explaining how it's, the flight is. I know is. the difference between someone who's having a conversation is just a loud person and the difference between someone who wants people to hear. Yeah. And my granddaughter said this and and I... I never thought SportsCenter would be calling and then sure enough, I open a oh. bank account. Next thing you know... <laughs> okay, what, what's your top stuff at Hudson? Uh, top Hudson? Yeah. For me, is Zantac being in there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having medicine. Because sometimes... Especially after a hangover, especially after a trip to yeah. Vegas. I have heartburn. I think it's a heart attack. I'm about to have a panic attack. I'm about to go up in the air. Mm. And I need something to calm that fucking pain in my chest. And thank you, Zantac. I appreciate you. <laughs> Even though I found out that I think it kills people. But it's still. Shit. It's fine. Yeah. I'll say um, tiny deodorants because when you are. <laughs> Same thing. Like. 
you realize you're on a trip and you forget and you're going to be stinky. That's very great. But also, I said it before, Kind Bars are the number one thing to get. They are vegan. They are. They don't have too much sugar. They are a perfect snack. They're always a little bit too expensive, but they are my favorite like I have very specific needs with my bars and those are the only bars that you can find everywhere that are actually delicious and not like packed with sugar. So I love kind bars or like have milk in them. Mine is, what about you, Noah? Um, so I, I only see this at the Hudson News, although I didn't see it in hmm. Colorado. There's this hot and spicy Chex mix. And whenever <laughs> I see it there, that's what I I had no idea you were such a like a little snackhead. Like, yeah, a new thing we learned about Noah. She well, loves Cheetos. She loved I didn't know hot. she loved Cheetos. I love like weird snacks. Like oh, snacks hot you can't find. Do you do you like Takis? No, never. Oh, I didn't okay. get it. I'm like, I'm like a bad. purist. I like the stuff that I ate as a kid. Right. I'm trying to think if I still ate. I fuck with Chex crap. Mix. What I would eat. I don't like pretzels and Chex. I like the the Chex. I would get. I love popcorn. Yeah, even though it gets stuck in your popcorn. throat and you feel like you're like dying sometimes when you eat it. I don't. Know, my dad. I just envision how he used to eat popcorn and it's scary. What do you mean? Oh, he gets in there. Every dad eats popcorn because that was like the only snack back in the day. Right. And they would just like <laughs> just, just do the fucking it, grill. Yeah. yeah. My dad's always eats it and then throws it at, at the dogs and then wonders why they just will not stop looking at him the rest of the night because they think a little popcorn's going to show up somewhere else. Um I will say about the Cheetos, I think and whenever I'm eating something that has like a dust residue, I hate it on my fingers. It's so gross. And then you lick your fingers then it gets even more on because they become yeah, little just tough. like nachos, yeah. uh, Doritos do that. Yes. I um, I do the thing where I will, uh, if it were like Doritos or something, I would crunch up the bag so it's they're a little smaller, and then I would just pour the bag into my mouth. Oh, slowly, make it a drink. just like just yeah, drink it like a smoothie. I honestly do that with so many things. A crunchy smooth. There are these like be- these lupini beans I eat that are like really gooey, and they're you're supposed to eat them with your hands, and I just can't do it, and I just dump them into my mouth slowly. What do you think about you look over? I'm eating Cheetos chopsticks. How I do you would feel not, about that? I would do that, but no one ever has chopsticks on hands. But I but I have had th- things with chopsticks before. I, I respect it. I love chopsticks. I would prefer to eat things with chopsticks as opposed to a fork. Well, I see people eating, uh, especially Asian people, they eat lobster. They put gloves on. Smart. You throw gloves on. Then yeah. your hands don't smell like fucking fish all day. But then it's interesting that you'll take fish to the mouth, but you don't want it on your hands. You would think you would hate fish so much, but it's smart. But yeah, maybe Cheeto gloves, smart. maybe orange gloves for Cheetos. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what I used to when I used to... Um, but then I'd eat the gloves. I would like eat a whole <laughs> pint of ice cream. You know that ice cream that like Halo Top or whatever you can eat yeah. the whole thing? Oh, God. I used to wear a winter glove to hold it because my hand would get too cold. <laughs> and it's a great, it is a great solution. It is. Or even with a hot bowl, if you're eating like sometimes my oatmeal is really hot, I'll put on like a winter glove to hold it. Do you put a little scarf it. around it? <laughs> yeah. A little tiny is, scarf? Oh, that would be so cute. So funny. <laughs> Snacks. I need a picture oh, of this. Oh man, what's your favorite chip growing up? I mean, I really. What was your go-to chip? Oh, uh, I hated. I, chi- I hated. N- I hated like regular chips growing up, but um, I don't know why. And I'm so mad that I did because they're delicious. And I just squ- there's so many foods I squandered before I knew like about 
you know, if Health. things were bad for you. Yeah. yeah. And I just didn't like them because they were like, I don't know. I just don't like it. It's like, bitch, that is so delicious. And you're going to miss the years that you said you didn't want things. Oh, um, like, can you imagine going into a store and just getting shark bites and Dunkaroos and not even thinking at all about the health? I think about mostly it? about pizza. I miss the days where b- eating pizza was free. Like was just like you were just, you know, that classic oh. joke of like, I want that last piece. Like now I'd be like. I hope someone else takes it because I don't. I can't have it. Like Did you everything ever go to Pizza about Hut buffet? You know, yeah, Pizza Hut oh buffet. Yeah. Oh my god! Just eating just heaven. Everything. I just. I. If you're a child out there listening, yeah. enjoy <laughs> that you don't have any guilt associated with food yet. It is a magical time in one's life. Don't worry, your and mom will give it to you. If you're a parent, will you try not yet? <laughs> try not to give that to your kid yet about calories or fat. Just let your kids fucking go, man. Oh. It was so nice. Dude, the, you know what chips I eat nowadays? Yeah. The baked, baked lays. Baked I lays love barbecue. baked lays. Barbecue are delicious. Holy shit. Those are great on a Subway sandwich. Oh, That's oh. what I always used to get. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, my yeah. God. Or Quiznos even. And they make a cheddar sour cream. Mm. And those two yeah, together. Baked lays are baked delish. Lays, and it convinces you that it's healthy, blah, blah, blah. Yes. It's, oh, my God. It's so fucking good, dude. They're not too bad for you, I don't think. They're baked. I get Couldn't them a lot. Bad. I get them a lot. Yeah, they're so, so good. Um, Or, you know, a great thing is to take the baked lays, crunch up the bag and then sprinkle it over salad croutons and it's really good and then then they crunch just i think you're onto something with this crunch thing yeah just like bake the you know squeeze the bag so it breaks it up and then you can eat things like if you're just pouring a bag of chips into your mouth of whole chips they're gonna hit you in the face and spill all over (laughs) you put a summer glove on before you do (laughs) yeah put on a um you know a like a one of those fancy gloves that goes all the way up yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I love talking snacks. We got to do this more. Oh, we have a whole God. show ahead of us. I'm going to LA tomorrow. I'm going to be there till December. So we are going to be doing this show <laughs> remotely, but you won't notice. Don't even worry. We'll have tons of LA stories for you. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Sid. Thank you to Uganda. Thank you, <laughs> India. Yeah, that's what it felt like. And we will see you tomorrow. Don't be cut and. Jackson. Pollock? Pollock. Pollock. Not Pollock. That sounds like a po- a disease. Chicken Pollock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. 
Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 